All right, y'all, this is another edition, uh, well, a special edition of uh, Never Out of Bounds. Of course, this is the place we can say what you want as long as you got them facts. And, um, well, there's a lot that's been said the past uh, few weeks, uh, a lot by Kanye, a lot by Kyrie. Um, to be honest, I, um, I'm not as into this matrix as you would think I, I don't necessarily well I haven't watched the film Kyrie is referring to I barely know about you know his comments I will start off by saying with that being said my my understanding of just everything in itself for him in particular I think he's in a rock and a hard place and I think it's unfortunate and I think it sucks for him personally because um as his position, he's a basketball player. And in this country of America, there's only you know one real way to be a viable athlete, uh, and that's to join one of these sports leagues. And uh, he's in a rock and a hard place because he, you know, he wants to say what he believes, and I think he should have the right to do that, but you have these corporate entities. And it's not even so much about, uh, I think, covering up a, Covering up a certain people's, you know, past or anything like that, or trying to excommunicate, talk about that, but it's a lot of corporate, you know, you know, playing to the crowd and a lot of corporate, you know, inclusion, you know, and, it, and it's like, you know, you're you're a front to that, you know. Uh, we want to keep people consuming, you know. So it, I know there's an angle of, you know, let's, you know, well the media wants to take these guys out or these these groups these Jewish groups want to take these guys out and um, I think for Kyrie's situation like I said he's in these sports leagues that are corporations and they they have to promote a certain you know get along you know type of feel so you know was anything he said you know based off the clips that I've heard he's you know heard him say uh, again without the context of watching the film he's referring to I don't think what he said was anti-Semitic I also do not think what um, Kanye said was necessarily anti-Semitic. Historically, uh, at least with the claims about black people being Hebrews and things of that nature, I think there's a lot that can go into that conversation. And I like that to have that conversation with you guys tonight. I uh, want to talk about the, about the origins of, my, of, of melanated people. I know the word black triggers people. I know the word African-American people don't want to hear those terms anymore. Uh, people want to, you know, grab onto something that they feel. They feel. It's not truth necessarily, but it's how they feel about it. They feel that this groups or these terms will, will make them feel more significant. Yeah, I said it because there's no truth behind um, behind anybody being a chosen group. There is no chosen people. I'll just say that for, from the get-go. That is uh, mythology. That is like Zeus and the the Mount Olympus and everything else that we've come across, just like resurrection with a certain guy that we'll get into. So I wanted to break these into two topics, into two uh, parts, maybe even more, depending on how deep I want to get into how much I feel like I really want to talk about this, uh, particularly from the religious standpoint. Tonight, we're going to start off with a uh, ethnicity, because I know y'all don't like the word race either. You don't like the word to use the word color, whatever. Was, I, I'll say I, I'll say the word ethnicity as much as possible, because again, race is a trigger word. 
So it's being called black. Again, this, these are all trigger words nowadays. They want to be called, I want to be called specifically this group. And we'll get into why it really don't make no sense. Okay, I'm just going to outright say it. Okay. And like I said, tonight we're going to be focusing on the ethnicity part of all this. And then again, in my further installments, we'll be getting into the more religious aspect because I feel like this is that's the most dangerous part of all this and the most the part that's dragging, or at least creating all these situations as they've as they've drawn out, as they've been drawn out over history. So without further ado, let's just go ahead and just get into it. Now, first things first, like I said, I think how they do in Kyrie is is wrong. I uh, don't. You know, it's like I said, he's in a situation where, you know, he's, you know, like I said, in a rock and a hard place. I mean, this is the only place we can really play basketball and be, you know, sustain a family and, and, and you know, really, you know, create some generational wealth. So I understand uh, his plight. Kanye is a little bit different. And I feel like Kanye's situation is a little bit different. I just would say how I feel. At least I wanted to get off my chest how I feel about both of these guys' situations. Uh, for Kanye, um, for one, I mentioned this before, we've already known about the evils of the, of the music industry. I feel like he knew uh, you know, good and well what was coming to him. And I think he overstepped his 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 lane. And I think he thought he was somebody uh, more infiltrated than what he thought. And, you know, again, these power structures showed him their hand and he, you know, took a foul to that. Um, and now he wants to call himself exposing, but he's already, you know, been involved with this. So all he's done is show me personally that he's a part of this. There's no other. I mean, again, I now he wants to break free. Why? Because you're not getting your way. I mean, it's, you know, same thing when you try to get us to join, you know, try to get black people to join the Republicans. Oh, you know, Democrats aren't giving us what we want. They're giving us handouts or whatever. And yet and still you, you know, went ahead and and, you know, took the donkey and, and you know, took the donkey show and and you, you shook the hands and, you know, you got nothing out of it. And you lost your election bid for election. And not only did you do that and all that, you, you know. You even end up coming out years later saying, oh, we were just I was just a pawn in that situation. Well, there you go. Like I told you, like I just said, donkey show. So anyways, Kanye played himself. He put himself in a situation. He's been in on this situation. I will be pointing out again in my more religious uh, aspect of this and my more religious, uh, I guess, deep dives into this. I'll be showcasing that more. But again, back to at least the questions or the or the statements that he put out there referring uh, black people or you know jews and whatever their connection is with that of course he went on to say uh the jews are black or the original jews hebrews and of course this has been going around for years i used to jump on this hype as well was all for it again i was learning about these different cultures whether it be commit and i remember being excited about that and learning about that and you know taking an affinity into that then i learned about the hebrews and i said yes this is great black people doing their thing and um, I truly didn't put a lot of things in perspective either. And uh, even just with their story, uh, that being these this Israelite group. So um, let's just answer the questions. The two questions that I want to answer tonight. Again, this is my racial or my ethnicity segment of all, of all this. Um, the questions tonight I'm going to be asking is, are the true Hebrews black? 
And also are the Hebrews or the black people that reside in America or they want to call them the foundational black American or, you know, African-American, black American, whatever they would like to call themselves or whatever assorted tribe, native tribe that they want to claim to now, uh, which is all fine. Uh, but whatever, uh, you know, situation they want to describe themselves as, are they whatever, whatever, you know, black American living here, are they, you know, of course, these Israelites now. <sighs> Let's just get into it, and I'm going to give you guys an answer you're probably not looking for at all. It's going to be way different. I'm going to, I'm going to propose to you something a little bit, you know, outside of what you're probably used to hearing on either side. Okay. Now, I'm going to say off the top. Yes, they are. But let's see how history plays its toll and takes its toll. Okay, let's. I'm gonna go through a brief little synopsis, and we're gonna talk a little bit, and we're gonna, you know, make some points here. Now, Africa as the continent. Of course, you might not like the name itself. Again, that's up for another conversation. But again, it's just for today. Africa is the home to all melanated people. Now, this includes the Hausa, the Fulani, Zimbabwe. And then these are, again, modern course groups. Uh, we also have some ancient groups here. Of course, Kemet, Kush, and even the Canaanites. Yes, I said it. The Canaanites. Now, also... This includes their, you know, descendants, no matter where they live at currently, whether that be the United States, the West Indies, Europe and Asia. Now, um, not only is this backed up by, you know, kind of what it is, it's even kind of mentioned in the Bible. Right. Of course. Now, it's mentioned. Now, of course, a lot of this other stuff. You know, of course, the religious parts of it will get into. I'll get into one thing I, that I have an issue with. One of the main things I have an issue with uh, in this Bible, quote unquote, in just a second. Now, again, even in the Bible, again, everybody reads this. Uh, if you're in the, the two main groups here, either you're a Christian or the Hebrew. You know, you read some form of the Bible and you use this for some form of your backing. It will tell you that all dark-skinned people, black people, melanated people, again, they don't like the word black. They don't like the word black no more, so let's try to use melanated. Came from Ham. Okay? And also his descendants. Now, mind you, these are allegories or these are what you would call uh, yeah, allegories for actual nations at the time. Don't want to necessarily get bogged down into, of course, people. But again, I just wanted to show you guys an example of what's you know coming on even in the bible it says this again these people what these people read has told them this okay so when they're saying something different to you today oh we're really shim no stop it right there because also this includes his descendants now i'm talking about ham still kush okay as we mentioned kush and we're talking about the empire of kush okay Ethiopia, whatever, and all the people that came from them, Ethiopia, 
all those guys, the pre, the pre um, Arabic cultures, all us. And notice I said, oh, I, and I mentioned this name before, Canaan. Canaan was a descendant, a.k.a. of uh, another nation birthed from, you know, your boy, Ham. Now, again, Ham is, again, an allegory for basically black people as a whole. And what they're saying is these are all the, the nations that the black people are in. Like Mizraim is a.k.a. Kemet, a.k.a. what y'all call today, some people call today Egypt. Libya, again, same thing. As I mentioned, Canaan. And then right next to Canaan, well, nearby Canaan was the Philistines. Okay? And it's, you know... Also, not in, it's not just in the Bible, not just, again, historically and archaeologically being proved. It's also written by a uh, Jewish historian, uh, Josephus. Okay. Now, you know, you don't trust him either. He said a whole lot about y'all because he is he was a Jew. He had a lot to say, even according to his map. Again, all the areas pretty much in Africa. And again, uh, the Southern Arabian Peninsula, including, again, where Israel is, again, are black people. Okay? Now, that's real. Now, again, now what these Israelites will tell you in this modern day, well, we're not from, that's, again, that's where some of their first lies will start. Well, we're not from Ham. We're from, no, that's not what it says here. And that's not historically what went down either. Okay? Now. The uh, let's say let's just, you know, say for what it is right now, the Israelites. Now, the Israelites come from a man or a line, you know, a line of descent. Or I guess you could say their main ancestor would be Jacob, who, again, changed his name to Israel. And I'll have an interesting theory about where his name came from as well later on. But uh, as of now, he would change his name to Israel. OK, now Jacob and his, you know, his clan uh, are, well, at the time were Canaanites. OK, so Israelites were Canaanites. So Israelites were black. But again, they're lying about what line they're they're coming from. Let's be real now, which leads me to say this. Now, if they want to claim this line of Shem and all that, that means Shem's people, a.k.a. the uh, Western Asians of that area at the time, Akkadians, so on and so forth, his nations, will, must be in the mix somewhere at some point. Now, here's where things come in. This was a genetically or ethnically diverse area for some long stretch of time, almost as long as it was probably Black. Now, for example, up until the Bronze Age, Canaan, uh, the Canaanite land and area was primarily black. Things would change going into the, uh, you would say, the, uh, I think that was actually Copper Age. I'll take that back. Copper. Then it would change in the Bronze Age. Uh, also, oh, sorry, Iron Age after that. And then, again, we have a lot of people coming in. Again, we I mentioned before, the Akkadians. They would, you know be a, a main influence in this area again egypt uh they had a a long-standing dynasty even before the israelites would you know set up on the map again 
Israelites, according to their story, were living in Egypt. Egypt at the, at the time was experiencing different rulers, different uh, change of their guard. Again, a lot of ethnic mixing. Again, we can look at the history there. We can look at that area right now, look at it right now and, and tell that it's seen, um, you know, it's seen some blacker days, to say the least. I mean, let's be real. Let's, this is what happened. Now, it starts all the way in this time period, even before that. Again, Egypt has a very long history that even the, the Israelites just have a almost like just a blimp in that history, to be honest. That's how long their history goes. So, again, this area has for a long time, or at least that area, North Africa, Egypt, uh, again, land of Canaan, uh, you know, what became Israel was black. Again, that is true. Again, like I mentioned, though. These these uh, these uh, other nations from Western Asia began to begin to come into the picture. For example, in Ethiopian history, it tells us one of Canaan's descendants, which would be the Arvadites. Again, they are described as Asian according to Ethiopian texts. They are the Arvadites. Okay, they cross in from Asia to Ethiopia, the kingdom of Kush, and this is at 2100 BCE. Now, again, just to give you some historical reference as to what's going on in the world, this is pretty much the start of the Xi'an dynasty in China. Now, this is just to kind of get you to understand that we are not just in, you know, these uh, parent groups or these proto whatever. No, these are actual different races at this point. In, or sorry, again, y'all don't like the word racist. So ethnicities at this point in the world, it's telling you this. Now, the word Semitic itself is pretty much in line with the term Afro-Asiatic. Again, what this means is there at this point in this history of the world, in this area, there was a mixing of two different distinct groups, Africans and also the Asiatics, which again, Asiatic is referring to coming from Asia. So there's a meeting of the two groups. Again, Ethiopian history tells you that. Now, at some point, again, like I mentioned, I believe it was, it would be the Bronze Age, later Bronze Age. Up until that point, the Philistines and also the Canaanites were fully black. That would also mean, yes, you're Israelites too. But they were not of this these different areas here. You know, they were not from the bloodline of what they, what they claim. Anyways, they're not from that bloodline. They, again, they, they want to claim allegiance to Abraham. That doesn't work. Not according to their own scripture, not according to history. Now, like I mentioned before, each of these major kingdoms, whether it be Kemet and uh, their system, even before that, uh, that would come before them, Cush and Nubia, also Canaan and Israel. Again, they would have direct contact with Asian and even Greco-Roman culture for centuries, either through commerce, trade, war and slavery. We'll get into some of those examples in a little bit. But again, this whole area has been ethnically mixed for a long time. That doesn't say that, that is, I'm not saying that there, you know, there isn't or there wasn't a black presence, but over time, it eventually, particularly in that section of the Levant, it's very clear that there was a clear decimation of certain cultures over time and it became what it is today. Now you can still see somewhat of a black presence uh, in you know, certain places, uh, somewhere in the Maghreb region, also in the Sahara, we have the Berbers, 
Uh, they are a mixed people as well, but you do see a lot of black influence even deeper um, into the centuries after, you know, after these different falls of Jerusalem and all that. You'll still see that that presence there on the other side of Africa, meaning other side of North Africa, meaning more so towards the West, uh, more so towards Morocco. You'll still see that. But in this particular area here. It's a lot more mixed than you could ever imagine, a lot more diverse than you could ever imagine. So yes, in one of the very beginning stages of this area, yes, they were black. But again, we've had this, again, like I said, these exchange of cultures. Now, one thing I will say uh, that I will take particular issue with, uh, with these Bible passages, particularly when they're talking about Noah and his sons and, uh, of course, Ham, is that curse uh, that went on to Canaan. And uh, now I think it's just weird shit. The Bible, uh, again, the writers, because, again, these are not the actual words of God, but more so words that people wrote down. Uh, this is their uh, again, their history that they're trying to tell you. Now, it is said that according to Genesis 920, uh, you know, Ham commits the act of looking at his father naked now. Again, I'm not going to get into all that and what all that means uh, could be taken literally. Again, I don't see how that would become a curse. Again, there's this other underlining, you know, aspects of all this talking about he could have committed, you know, sodomy on his father. He could have done all this, this uh, circumcision. And again, his father was supposed to be drunk again, his father being Noah. That doesn't make no sense because how does that just happen without there being a fight? How I don't understand how that works. I think that story is, you know, far fetched to say the least. I don't see how a teenage boy even, you know, taking on a drunk father is able to commit an act like that, even if he's drunk. I don't. And again, just the process behind that, the mindset behind that, I just don't. That's weird. And uh, in my opinion, it justifies um, other cultures mistreatment of not just, you know, of course, uh, you would see this with uh, the Israelites who feel who felt again. This is these are these are words. This is stories that are that they came up with. This is a reason that they came up, up with to justify why they should exterminate again. Again, this is in the Bible. They came to exterminate their own brethren, that being the Canaanites, after being in Israel for so long. Again, they said that they were under slavery. History says that may or may not be true. Again, again, y'all, you know, y'all telling fabricated stories too. I mean, again, that's indicative of who y'all claim is supposed to be making all these facts. Again, it's it's the similar behavior. I'm just gonna call it out like I see it. So, uh, you know, so again. After, you know, Israel, of course, Jacob and his people, he forms his 12 tribes after his 12 sons. OK, like I mentioned, they were in Egypt, uh, you know, he uh, him and Moses, well, Moses, I believe is Moses at this point. He comes to the point of let me lead these people out of Egypt. Now, I'm all for that. I understand, again, whether or not they were in slavery. I'm not again. That ain't that hasn't been confirmed. That's a little bit rocky for me. Uh, but again, I understand him wanting to lead his people back to, again, their homeland. Now, with that being said, like I mentioned, the people of Canaan were marked for extermination. 
Again, there was no there was no going back home and trying to, uh, you know, renegotiate or trying to be, a, 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 you know, a tribe at whole or a nation at whole. They come back saying we are the divine rulers of this land. They will say that God told them this. But again, it's it's very funny to me that before you set out on this journey, God tells Noah in the Ten Commandments that thou shalt not kill. And then you come back and you go back to your homeland of Canaan, where your brethren are, your black brethren are, and you sit there and commit Hotel Rwanda Asian style on their ass. I don't buy it. I think people came up with what they wanted to do, and they decided we're going to take over this land. God didn't tell you to kill people. I don't buy that. I don't believe in the burning. I don't buy it. I'm sorry. Ain't no burning bush talking to you. And if they did talk to you, imagine what the burning imagine what the burning trees and the California forest fires will be telling you if they really could talk. PG&E did it. PG&E did it. Again, I, I don't I don't buy that. I think that they would have kept the story as simple as yes, he wanted to take his people back to their homeland. They worked something out, and eventually, if that's what they did, they worked something out, a peaceful agreement with the Canaanites, and got to go back home. I would have fucked with that. But to sit there and say, God told me that I'm a superior, I have a personal connection, I just my people, that's false. Okay? And we'll talk about more why that doesn't work as we get more into their history. Now, again... We have, uh, we talk about, you know, uh, sorry, Jacob and his 12 tribes, a.k.a. Israel and his 12 tribes. Again, they take over, you know, Canaan. They destroy their own brother and set up their own, you know, nation with their own new God, Yahweh, who is simply a storm God. Nothing indicatively unique of the time period. There's a whole bunch of them, like Zeus. Okay. So this is all pretty much, again, what, what brought them there and what led them to, you know, uh, you know, destroying their own kind was their own mythology, their own mythos. Now, after the, you know, decimation of the Canaanites, and again, they would be beefing with the Philistines too. again, another black group. They will go on to form two kingdoms out of their 12 tribes, uh, Samaria and, of course, Judah. Now, the term Jew comes from the, again, the descendants of the tribe of Judah, which is where all this, this, all this beef comes from, really. Uh, there's two different kingdoms. And again, like I mentioned, we have the Samaritans and Jews. And again, the Jews claim lineage, like I claim, like I said, to Judah, as well as Benjamin and Levi. Now, um, we have the Samarians who claim uh, allegiance or descent from Manasseh and Ephraim. So this is what you got. Now, like I said, Mer Moses gets inspired by the, you know, burning bush. We're all we're all to this point now. And again, we have this two. Well, these this uh, United Kingdom, as they say. Right. They claim it's a, you know. A claim is united. Now, here's the thing. These tribes never really got along. These two kingdoms, Samaria and Judah, never really got along. According to Judah, Samaria and most of the other tribes never even followed what they wanted to do. Hmm. Okay. Uh, never really got along. They never really truly, you know, again, according to according to Yahweh, according to their God, you know, they didn't like the, you know, Saul's family. He didn't like Saul's family. So um, he decided, well, God decided, at least this is what they claim. Well, we're going to give the title to King David. Again, of course, 
the tribes didn't want to go with this. They split up and they stayed with the house of Saul. Of course, Judah remained with David. Again, Saul's, you know, I guess his descendant would die. David would become the king anyway. His line would take over. They would try to come back together again, but they would split once more uh, over taxes and labor. So it seems like the tribe of Judah, again, this is where it comes down to. They're just, you know, they're not getting along because, again, there's one group that just feels like they're just more entitled than the other. Again, this is human history. Nothing has changed. Again, it is what it, you know, again, it is, you know, this is human history. That's all I can say. Now, the whole, the northern kingdom at this point uh, with their 10 tribes uh, will go and force, uh, well, where do I want to go with this? Well, again, they would just, uh, again, beef off and on with the southern kingdom against Samaria and Judah. Again, this is this is this is their story. They don't get along. They try to get back. Oh, no, matter of fact, no, they go on an outright war with each other. Then they both get destroyed by Assyria, pretty much. And Judah, you know, they come out on top to an extent because they become a vassal state. And then they'll tell you, oh, you know, you know, Samaria, you know, they they didn't worship God the right way. They were polytheistic. Now, again. This is coming from a position of them being a vassal state. You know what a vassal state is? That means you get beat up and you lose. And, you know, in order to not, again, get routed and get your whole crew slaughtered, you have to pretty much capitulate through giving up people as slaves. You have to give up all your pretty much whatever is in your treasury, your gold, your riches, riches every year through tribute, a whole bunch of shit. You don't get to make, you know, no real laws anymore. You don't get to communicate. You don't get to communicate with other nations on an international level. You have that taken from you. Now, my question is, if Samaria, you know, was so much worse off than you were, then my question is, where was Yahweh when y'all became a vassal state? Where was where was Yahweh when y'all got y'all whole city under siege in 589? Where was he at? Did he take a day off? I, I, I mean, again, it's just it's what it, I'm just calling out the history. Now, again, uh, the siege of Jerusalem would end after 18 months. Again, this is the eight the 589 B.C., you know, siege. And there's been so many more. So my question is, if, if your God was so right and you were so much of a chosen people, you know, how is it that? You took so many L's. There was no chosen people. People claimed that they were. And again, I mean, there are bloodlines. There are, there are, you know, patrilineal, you know, lineages that we can find, that we can confirm. For one, we had the Limba people. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's not like, you know, it's, this is not all, you know, untrue, but I think you have to look at it as for one, you know, you murdered a lot of your own people. And let's be real here. There was no cohesiveness between, I mean, between the two major kingdoms. And I don't think the lesson is, you know, you strayed away from God or somehow God wanted to punish you. It's just, let's be real here. You know, a whole nation of Canaanites, a whole nation of blacks and Philistines, we can find that we can confirm. For one, we had the Limba people. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's not like, you know, it's, this is not all, you know, untrue but i think you know, have to look at it as for one you know you murdered a lot of your own people and let's be real here there was no cohesiveness between i mean between the two major kingdoms and i don't think the lesson is you know you strayed away from god or somehow god wanted to punish you it's just let's be real here 
you know, a whole nation of Canaanites, a whole nation of blacks and Philistines uh, would be more capable of defending themselves uh, against any type of power. I'm not saying y'all would eventually, I mean, y'all would outright win, but it'd be a lot easier and a lot more a, a bigger cause or, you know, you know, you know, again, it'd be a lot. Yeah, it's a lot easier to manage than just two kingdoms who barely get along and they're 12 tribes. It's, it's just it's just historical. It's just real. It's just numbers. Again, they again, Judah re remain a vassal state, uh, you know, for many years between different nations, whether it be the Egyptians or the Babylonians or even the Achaemenid slash Persian Empire. Again, if your God is great, your God prevents that from happening. But again, God doesn't work that way. That's why there is no that's why there is no chosen people. And then again, your, your brother, Yeshua, because I refuse to call him Jesus Christ. And I believe that's one of the traps that Christianity wants to get you involved in. I refuse to call him Jesus Christ because his, he spoke, you know, Hebrew. He was a Jew. So his name was Yeshua. I'm going to call him the name his father gave him. So you call me, you know, and carry that same respect with me. Call me the, the name my father gave me, which is El Jamal. I will call him Yeshua until and I will die on that hill. I will call him Yeshua, and uh, he was a Jew as well. They told you his skin was uh, like burnt brass. He was black, right? A hair of wool. You know, and what did he do? What did they do? What did the Jews do to him? They killed him. Why? Because he was preaching, uh, you know, something that was different than what they were used to. Again, it wasn't about bloodlines. He was telling you, you could be uh, a part of the father yourself. You woke up this morning, pretty much. And he was, uh, you know, commanding a different element in the church. He was taking out the money changers and the merchants of the church, the money hungry, which exists in your church today, which is why you have a Christian church, uh, Christian or uh, sorry, Christian pastor telling you, why haven't you given me enough money so I can afford this and afford that? Yeshua, I almost said it, but Yeshua or Jesus, however really you want to call him, he would have knocked that. He would have knocked the preacher like that the fuck out. But that's what we're dealing with because again, we're so strayed away from from the real. You know, we're caught up on who's who, who's really the chosen people, who's really black, who's this, who's the black Jew, who's the real, who fucking cares? Again. They have multiple falls of Jerusalem, of that kingdom. Those people will be, you know, deported all over the world, which is right, which is right. It doesn't necessarily prove the Bible right, but it just proves human nature of who they are. They destroy people's cultures. They send them all over the world to be their slaves. That's just what people do. We shouldn't do that, but everybody wants to rule the world. That's just what it is. Now, here's some more examples of like a mix going on here with these different cultures. Again, I mentioned uh, in the beginning, we knew about the Western Asia cultures coming down. I mentioned Babylonia. Uh, they, you know, took control of this area as well. But also you would have a, a Hellenistic period as well. You would have, like I said, Greek and Romans coming here. Again, this place, again, Judah went from, went from Judah to Judea. Okay. Now, example, here's some examples of some original Hebrew type names, Isaiah. And mind you, I'm not saying it, you know, correct pronunciation, probably. Forgive me. You also got Sariah. You also got uh, Yeramayu. Also, uh, you know, Jacob could be pronounced, I believe that's pronounced Yaku or Yakub. Now, you take that and you t get these later on in the Maccabean revolt, you can tell that there's been some, some shit changing. You used to tell some people, some some, some outside people, some non-blacks or some non-even Semitic people could, uh, have gotten up in here. You got names such as Matthias, Antigonus, oh sorry, Antigonus, also 
Hyrcanus. What type of name is that? That's not a that's not a Hebrew name. That's a Jewish, that's a Hellenistic name. Hellenistic name. So again, I'm not saying that there were no black people at all, but again, there's there's Again, Semitic is what it is from the beginning, and this area, again, in itself has had many cultures take over and be in it, okay, and rule over there, okay? And, um, you know, so, again, did the Canaanites start off as black? Yes. Uh, did the did their, I guess, their offshoot, the Israelites, did they start off as black? Yes, I think everybody in Africa at some point was black. Was there a lot of racial mixing? Yes. Were they shipped off to all these different places of the world after their their kingdoms fell? Yes, they ended up in Spain. They ended up in, in France. Yes, there were some of these first people around these areas. But what happens when you're not in your, you know, you know, you're outnumbered? Again, you start to blend in. You start to blend into the people that you were, you know, to the lands that you were taken to. So, you know, is it possible that through all those years that those could be Jews? Yes. Again, I, I, I read some I've recently read somewhere, researched somewhere that the Count of Monte Cristo was a was a half black Jew. So, I mean, it, again, if again, and it's just about, you know, culture mixing. It's, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. I'm just saying that's what it is. You bring these people, no matter how dark they are, if you bring them to Europe. And you you split them up and they get split up. They don't really. I mean, you get them out of their community. They marry into these, you know, well to do families that are going to be all Caucasian. What do you think is going to happen to them? Of course, they're going to go light skin. Of course, they're going to go white down there. You, at some point, you're going to they're going to pass. OK, now for some perspective on can the black Americans, can we be a part of this tribe of Judah? Are we Israelites? Now, uh, there is evidence of African exploration here. Now, these people uh, now these the evidence of this is, you know, of course, we know about the the uh, at least the voyages of Abubakari the second, excuse me, and also uh, the Egyptians as well. Uh, now, we don't know exactly where they reached if they were to reach the new world, but there's evidence that they at least sailed across the Atlantic. Again, there's a lot of people that want to claim, you know, or, or, or that I mean there is. You know, some evidence, I think, you know, some strong evidence that could point towards us starting the Olmec civilization. Again, there's only one way for melanated people to get here, though, and that's via the sea. Now, again, with that being said, nothing will predate the presence of the actual Native Americans. This is why you'll hear a lot of black folk, again, who want to claim this Israelite heritage. Uh, they sometimes want to flip the script and say, uh, you know, not only that. You know, we were actually the first Native Americans, and not only that, uh, all life started in America. Some of them will even tell you that it, it it becomes this whole different switch switch up as soon as you start saying these different things. Now, again, the arrival of, Na of Native Americans go back in three ways, up to three thirty thousand years ago, and as far back as ten thousand years ago. Okay, and they traveled here via Barangia. That's the land bridge. Everybody wants to shit on that. Nobody believes that that exists anymore. But again, that's due to global warming. There was a whole region that connected pretty much Siberia and America, basically Alaska. Those people traveled there thousands of years ago. They they pretty much still live in that area today. So don't tell me it's still too cold. Don't tell me, uh, well, it's it's frozen over there. Nobody would live. People who live in Siberia and. And temperatures get as cold as negative 100 degrees. So I don't want to hear that. 
okay? People have been coming here for a long time, okay? Now, that does not mean that there's there's no African groups that could have made it here. Uh, again, we've mentioned obvious examples of at least them attempting to come here. There's no, I mean, there's no evidence to say that they could not have made it. People claim that there's, uh, there's some evidence that we made it to the Grand Canyon. I, hey, who knows? You know, we wasn't there, so we can't we can't really prove it. Okay. Now, as far as the Jews in those original diasporas that we mentioned, you know, um, you know, going back to five eighty six CE, seven eighty seven, sorry, seventy AD. Uh, again, uh, there was at least oh man, so many histories of 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 you know those kingdoms being involved in a war, or at least the Levant and and, and Israel. But if we were to look at you know some of the main places where they ended up, of course, uh, they were first sent to you know a lot of the places nearby, so Babylon. Uh, uh, all those places, uh, those areas didn't go to the New World. Uh, we'd go as far as the Europeans. Uh, they would, the Europeans would not sit sail to the New World until about uh, at least the 15th, uh, 1500s with the Portuguese. Uh, and that's where they would get involved somewhat in the slave trade. Of course, you had the Arabs, but again, they weren't going to the New World. They were going more so to India and places in that area. So again, um, you know, you know, I'm not saying that all black presence or all black people came here starting with slavery, uh, but a good amount of, the, of them did. Uh, again, now, was there a uh, Israelite or Jewish uh, presence in West Africa? Uh, with that being said, though, there there was. Uh, now, there was. We have um, this group here. It's I believe it's called. Uh, I don't want to say the wrong name here, but we have we have uh, tons of history of Jews being deported from the Middle East, uh, from Morocco and Portugal and being deported to areas in West Africa. Now, uh, I'm saying I'm going to go out on a limb and say they were probably black, which is why they were getting deported to Africa, because, again, they would probably mix in with those people. Now, there is example of those. Uh, now, could those people eventually have been caught up in the uh, transatlantic slave trade? Yes, but that wouldn't be the majority of people that they're getting. Uh, these were small, you know, groups, mostly of, you know, the descendants of converse, uh, descendants of, again, the 14th century, which again, I don't know how long that can hold up in that time frame. Again, a lot of people weren't necessarily even, you know, claiming uh, again. Uh, well, this was an area that Islam was very popular in. So it would be hard to say uh, that 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 culture permeated for a long time, at least through at least when slavery started, because, again, they would reach this area of Africa around the 14th century. So it's you know again uh, some of the people groups that were involved and uh that were involved in the slave uh trade at least from the african perspective uh at least in terms of the people you know being shipped away uh we have the Mande, the akan uh and uh, we have the ashanti peoples of west africa people from nigeria cameroon um, a lot of the Western African nations supplied uh, the people, uh, the peoples in America. Again, people will say, well, there's only 300. It only brought 300,000 to America. We have to understand that there was a few uh, actual just breeding farms in the beginning. Uh, Virginia pretty much bred slaves. Uh, John, uh, sorry, uh, 
Thomas Jefferson uh, was a big factor in that. Uh, we also have tr uh, slaves being traded from the Caribbeans and uh, other uh, various, uh, you know, um, British holdings to their to their slave holdings in America. Also, when you, when they took land from the Spanish, they took whatever slaves they had. Uh, same thing with the French, so on and so forth, and down the line. Now, one group uh, that did come in the slave trade would be that's interesting has an interesting backstory will be the Igbo they claim to have this uh this Israelite heritage now this is a claim and this is what it comes down to a lot of these groups will claim particularly in the West African countries uh that you know we have these different claims to these tribes not necessarily to the tribe of Judah but Israelite tribes so it's like hmm okay maybe uh but again the only groups that They've that, you know, again, that have been that have taken the, the DNA test again, which is why a lot of y'all y'all want to hear it. Y'all ain't trying to go that far because, again, it's going to tell you, you know, West African, you're going to be disappointed. That's why y'all want to argue against it. Oh, well, that's made up science. Well, again, y'all will clap and cheer when that same DNA is used to free your brother from prison. So I. <sighs> But again, if it tells you from West Africa, you, you ain't gonna like it. Again, there's only two groups, you know, that they right now in Africa, uh, at least in terms of area, uh, that are that really have these DNA connections. We're talking about the Limba people who are from Zimbabwe. Okay, they actually have the DNA evidence to back it up. Their people uh, coming from the Horn of Africa, Semitic people came into uh, what is now the interior Africa, made their way all the way down into what is now Zimbabwe. They have a patrilineal line. They actually have that. Now, also groups uh, in, in Ethiopia, again, these are your closest people to that. Again, they're in that area. It makes sense. They didn't take slave ships from Ethiopia. They took slave ships from Nigeria and Cameroon and Angola, places where those populations or those those ideals weren't really that tight. Again, they were either taking, you know, African tribes or a lot of the population had been converted to either Christianity or Islam. Islam was one of the, I think the main, I think the big, the big daddy of religions in Africa, in my opinion, particularly in the Western uh, side of things. Uh, and then again, in the, in the, uh, in North Africa as well, we had the, the history with the Moors. So that was probably the most influential of the big three, four Africans. Uh, so, uh, but again, another group, like I said, related by via DNA would be the groups uh, in Ethiopia, Beta Israel, I think comes to mind. They have 20% of their DNA coming from the Middle East. Uh, again, they also have uh, Cushitic uh, ties in terms of their language. Of course, there's that Ethiopian presence, presence or the African presence that, you know, pre, uh, that dominates. But again, like I mentioned, 20 percent is 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 uh, from the Middle East. And again, they have their connection via Menelik the first. Now, that's real shit. Now, again, is Menelik the first. You know, are you related to Middle like the First? If you living out here in America, unless you Ethiopian, I'm gonna tell you no. Uh, and I know it's hard for people to say because they want something more. They want they again. There's this there's this thing that you know if they're not black, if we're not considered black, if we're actually considered an actual I guess quote unquote people group, then we won't be antagonized by the power structure. That's not true. Again, you can you can you can say that you're a Native American, but look at what they did. To, look at the history. We helped kill Native Americans, 
And they're supposed to be our brother. Now, again, back to, uh, and I, I do want to put out one more thing before I let that Native thing go. Because you have a lot of people saying, black people particularly saying, well, we are the Native American. No, if you are the Native American and you truly believe that even in your in your Bible, it will say that they are the tribe of Gad, therefore eliminating you from whatever special special uh, connection Judah had, because Judah is the tribe. Again, according to them, Judah was the first tribe to get land. They were the superior tribe. All them other ones was their junior partners. They weren't entitled to whatever benefits. Again, that's where all that BS, you know, from the Bible come from. I don't fuck with all that. I just look at what it is. It's been a whole history of them manipulating black people, exterminating their culture, their ideologies, uh, taking it and using it as their own. And not even just us. It's been a whole history of that. Again, I just mentioned blacks in America, former slaves. They were they were uh, allowed to join the military. And what did they have? The, what did they have us do? They had us on the plains fighting against the Lakotas. So, again, but again, all oh, they they weren't here. They're not real Indians. They're not real this. They're not real that. OK, y'all go ahead and say that say uh, but that's not the truth it ain't the truth so again we broke through the the paradigm and the mystery of the races look we came from africa okay there was a slave trade okay there are black Jews. Yes, there are Semitic people in Africa. But Semitic and it's not does not match up with where they took you from. Okay, that's why they don't want to look at us. They don't want to talk about the slave trade no more. They want to act like they didn't exist. But there's slave, there's slave story. There's, there's narratives. There's firsthand accounts of what people were going through. They ran from slavery. Uh, they went to these uh, different areas in the north. They talked to these, you know, these historians, they talked, you know, and they made their oral history. They talked to these people. It was written down. Okay, you can't, you can't deny that there were slave depots, you know, ready to hold slaves before they were shipped out into the New World. There's, there's all those along the West African coast. So when a brother tell, an African brother tell me it never existed, it never existed. Come on, fam, you part of the reason why we up in here. How you gonna tell us we didn't exist when you the one, you know, you know, it is what it is. Now, not Joe, you specifically, but again, you know what I mean. So let it go. You again, it, it ain't that that great for a whole lot of people. And again, you want to single out one group, I'm telling it's all them religious groups. And again, we'll have to get into that more part two, but I needed to get through this racial shit. Yes, there are black Jews, but we not them. And again, with that being said, they don't have no more connection to God than you do. We all blessed. If you woke up today, you are a chosen individual. OK. And I will say this. The son of God, the actual son of God, it arises every morning. And that's your that's your cue to make a change to do something every day. Again, we'll break more of that down, too. But I just want to leave, let y'all go with that. All right, y'all. You know who I am, Mr. L. Jamal. You want to get in touch with me? I'll leave my links for my social media available for you. This is going to be going up on YouTube as well. But I wanted to get this out of my podcast first. I was promising to do this uh, for a lot of different people. But I finally got it done. Here it is. I hope you enjoy. Let's keep the discussion going. I will give Kanye uh, props for at least starting the conversation. So definitely thank you for doing that. Uh, I do feel like your other ambitions and then got you caught up and you kind of 
kind of, you know, saving face right now. But, I, you know, I, it is what it is. Like I said, thank you for starting the conversation. Uh, but I am not an Israelite. I am uh, El Jaman. I'm a member of my family, and uh, my family loves me, and we all love God, and that's what matters. And again, just like I mentioned, we are all chosen since we woke up this morning, and you and I, uh, and whoever else in this world has an opportunity to make this a much better place than what it is now, hopefully. We don't know how far these motherfuckers got their hands into this, but that's what I'd like to think. All right, y'all. I'll be leaving y'all now. Uh, peace out, one love, and I'll holler at you.